There is no name like the name of our God because there is no one like our God. The many divine names used in Scripture reveal His perfect nature. Let's open the Word of God today with Scott Pauling and learn more about the name. We have been studying for the last several weeks the name, not just any name, not just a name, no, the name, the name of our great God. And most recently, we've been discussing the names related to our Savior, the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to take you back to the passage of Scripture where we most recently were in Matthew chapter number 22, where Jesus is having a conversation with a group of religious leaders. May I just say that even religious people have to come to know Jesus Christ in a personal way? That it has to be more than religion. It has to be a relationship. It has to be more than knowing things about God. It has to be knowing Him personally. And Christ is revealing Himself through His names. Listen to Matthew chapter 22 beginning in verse 41. While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, saying, What think ye of Christ? Whose son is he? They say unto him, The son of David. He saith unto them, How then doth David in spirit call him Lord? Saying, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, till I make thine enemies thy footstool. If David then call him Lord, how is he his son? And no man was able to answer him a word, neither durst any man from that day forth ask him any more questions. Do you see the names that the Lord uses here? He uses the name Christ. He uses the son of David. He uses the Lord. He uses my Lord. All of these names, you see, are connected and they are all centered in the person of Messiah, in the Lord Jesus Christ. I love the fact that Jesus used a question to teach. He very often did that because questions probe and questions lead you to search and questions lead you to contemplate and reflect. I love the fact that all the questions end in Jesus. In verse 46, they, they stopped asking Him questions. This was the day the questions stopped. You see, only Christ brings clarity. Only the Son of God brings simplicity. And so, here's the question that I want you to ponder today. It was Christ's question. What think ye of Christ? Isn't that the, the heart of the Christian faith? Isn't that the, the great issue that everybody has to answer, even religious people? What think ye of Christ? Ye means me. It has to be personal. Now, I want to point out to you that in Matthew chapter 22, the Lord Jesus Christ quoted from the Old Testament. We're New Testament believers, but the God of the Old Testament is the God of the New Testament. We've established already this connection between Jehovah God and Jesus Christ. So the Lord Jesus goes back to the Old Testament to reveal that really all of the Old Testament spoke about Him and that throughout the Word of God you find Jesus. So today I'd like to just briefly tell you what Christ is in each book of the Old Testament. Obviously this cannot be exhaustive. That would be impossible. Uh, but just a, just a highlight, just a mountain peak from each book. In Genesis, the book of beginnings, 
Jesus Christ is the promised seed. Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 promised the seed of the woman would come and bruise the head of the seed of the serpent. Well, who is that seed of the woman? That's the virgin-born Son of God, and it's the first promise of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Son of God is first mentioned by name as the seed of the woman in Genesis 3 and verse number 15. In Exodus, he's the Passover lamb, the final, full, forever sacrifice for sin. In Leviticus, he is our great high priest, passed into the heavens, the holy Son of God, who's made a way for us to come in. The Lord Jesus has gone into the Holy of Holies and He left the door open behind Him. He made a way so we would have access to the Holy God. In Numbers, He's that pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night, guiding and guarding His people. In Deuteronomy, He's the prophet. Uh, He is typified there by Moses uh, speaking the Word of God. He is the one who, who speaks forth God's truth to us. In Joshua, he's the captain of our salvation. He's the commander of the Lord's army. In Judges, he is our great judge and lawgiver. In Ruth, he's our kinsman redeemer. Do you remember Boaz? Uh, Providing redemption for Ruth and all that was connected to Ruth. That's our Lord Jesus Christ paying the full redemption price so that we could come into the family. In 1 and 2 Samuel, those books that center on the life and reign of King David, He's the seed of David, the son of David. He is the one that was promised in the Davidic covenant. In Kings and Chronicles, those books that talk about all of the kings of Israel and Judah, the Lord Jesus Christ is our reigning king. He's the righteous king. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. In Ezra, he is our faithful scribe. In Nehemiah, he's the builder up of the broken down walls of our lives. In Esther... He's our Mordecai. He's our advocate. He is he's the one pleading and praying. In Job, he is our ever-living Redeemer. He is the one that in the oldest book of the Bible reveals himself uh, to Job. He is the one speaking to Job. And yes, thank God, he's still speaking to us. In Psalms, he is the Lord, our shepherd. In Proverbs, he is the personification of wisdom. Jesus Christ is made unto us wisdom He is the very revelation of God's divine, perfect understanding. In Ecclesiastes, He is life. And He's the only one who gives purpose and joy to life. In Song of Solomon, He's the lover and the bridegroom. He's the lover of our soul. He is the one who allows us to come into His house and be part of His family. In Isaiah, He's the Prince of Peace. In Jeremiah and Lamentations, he's the one weeping over Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. He's the broken-hearted Son of God. He is the man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. In Ezekiel, he's the God of glory. He is that wheel within the wheel that's constantly turning and on the move. In Daniel, he's the fourth man in that fiery furnace. Oh yes, the form of the fourth is like to the Son of God. In Hosea, he's the faithful one. He is the loving husband who is faithful when we are not, who forgives when we sin, and who restores us when we were not worthy of being restored. In Joel, he's the one who sends the Holy Spirit. In Amos, he's our burden bearer. In Obadiah, he's the judge of all the proud ones. He He is the one who brings low those who lift themselves up. And on the reverse, he's the one who lifts up those who are brought low. In Jonah, 
He's the risen prophet. Now, this is shocking, but did you know that Jonah was the one Old Testament prophet to whom Christ likened himself? Uh, That, to me, is a message of mercy, that Jonah, the rebel prophet, the one running away, would in the end be a picture of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, taken out of the place of death into life to speak salvation to others. In Micah, he's the one coming in Bethlehem. In Nahum, he is our stronghold to which we run in the day of trouble. In Habakkuk, he's the watchman on the wall. In Zephaniah, he is the one mighty to save. In Haggai, he is the restorer. In Zechariah, he is the branch of David. And yes, he's the pierced one. And in Malachi, the last book of our Old Testament, he is the son of righteousness arising with healing in his wings. That's who Jesus Christ is in the Old Testament. What think ye of Christ? I hope you'll study the Word of God and discover the name of God. And as you find these beautiful names and pictures of the lovely Lord Jesus Christ, you, my friend, will grow to love Him more. told in Acts 4 verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can place your faith in Him now. And God promises, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We encourage you to listen to all of our studies in this series and find other helpful tools on our website. If you would like to support this Bible teaching ministry, you may do so at enjoyingthejourney.org. Thank you for helping us reach others with the gospel.